Metal Faith Podcast. We're back. Welcome to the podcast, the Metal Faith Podcast. Yeah, well, I'm Aaron. I'm Chris. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? Good, good. It's been kind of a busy week here. I hear you're just getting over a nasty cold. Oh, it was nasty. I tell you, one of the worst things I've got. You know when the cold is bad? When 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 every time you breathe, you, you feel like you're losing your lungs. Oh, my. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're better. And uh, we can get back to recording. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hope everyone else out there is having a good week. It's not minus 40 anymore here in Alberta. No. No, no, yeah, where we are, man, I tell you, we were in cold, we were so cold, the polar bears were going back to the Arctic to warm up. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> was nuts. And now we're geez, back to plus temperatures, we're going to be walking around in shorts and t-shirts again. <laughs> yeah, I went, I went outside throwing garbage, I couldn't believe I was still wearing my winter jacket, like, what the heck? <sighs> All right, well. Should we get into birthdays, and then uh, we'll do news? And I've got a few. Actually, we've got a few things to talk about in the news this week. Uh, there's gonna be a few changes to the podcast coming up too. Actually, we'll get to that in the news. I think. Okay, birthdays, and uh, I think we left off last time, uh, January fifteenth. So we'll do the rest of January, maybe the first week into February. And we'll see how that goes. Uh, January 19th, we got a couple birthdays. Let's see if I can say its name properly. From the band Jerusalem, Michael Ulfsgaard. Ah, okay. That's yeah, for those who know, yeah, for those who know Jerusalem, they're a Swedish band back in the 80s. Uh, actually, uh, the, one of the Facebook pages did a brief history of Christian rock metal. And I think Jerusalem may have been listed as the first Swedish band coming out. Also on the 19th, we got Steve Rowe, who played with Mortification. So we go from Swedish metal to heavy, heavy stuff. <laughs> that, 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 that's, a, that's a stretch for me, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if everyone, anyone out there can remember mortification let us know on our, our little facebook page that you know who they were right actually bring that up uh we'll do that after birthdays we'll do our little blurb about uh everything that's going on and that'll be part of the, the news too i guess uh, with changes occurring but yeah thanks for reminding me i almost forgot because we usually talk about that at the start of the podcast another old birthday january 21st glenn kaiser who is the born in 1953? He's the frontman, singer, and one of the guitarists for the band Res or Resurrection Band or Resurrection. <laughs> they started out actually part of uh, in the 70s, part of the Jesus People movement. A lot of hippies were turning on to Jesus, coming toward coming to Jesus, Christianity, and from that movement actually spawned a few bands. One of them being Resurrection Band. Over the years, have shortened their name down to Resurrection and then down to Res. And they were going strong well in until the 90s, I guess. The last record came out, I think, was called Appendectomy, which was mm-hmm. an acoustic record of their greatest hits. Um, it was 1990. 
actually I have to look at the year and I should should have grabbed this um looking at whose birthdays were coming up but anyways I remember I got into res in the innocent blood tour and they were given a free concert I heard about I'm not sure how I heard about this I heard about the free concert some Christian band and I thought I'd go check them out they were really good in buying the cassette of uh that they were promoting at the time in innocent blood Re- fell in love with the band after that, they came out with a double, yeah, double live greatest hits called 20 Years Live or XX Live. And bought that. I was all excited. Heard that they were coming around. And I missed the date. I missed the show. Can you believe that? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, a buddy of mine was talking to me. And he said, did you go to the rest show? I'm like, what? It already happened? <laughs> wow. So yeah, not very good, that's not very good promotion on that tour, I guess. But uh, and I think that was the last time I heard. Well, the last time I heard of them coming around, I don't know if they came around after that. <laughs> I saw them when they were here, and it was the early, early days of the the group that was doing YC. Okay. So dad heard my dad heard hey that these guys were coming. He had no idea who, who they were. And so I went with a couple of friends who I knew at the time and we went and wow. I mean, the one, the only song that stuck to me and it really got to me was the, the early, the silent scream. Okay. Uh, single. Yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good song. Yeah. I don't have that album. I'm going to have to go back and, and get that. I got a few other albums. Yeah. Um, maybe in the upcoming, ep- one of these upcoming episodes, We'll do like a best of res. Uh, for those who are listening, this week's main topic is going to be about inspirational songs. Yeah. Uh, songs that really touch your heart. And it, can, it doesn't even have to be lyric wise. Sometimes the music just touches your heart too. Um, That's right. And I bring it up now because actually res is going to have one, one of the songs. Spoiler alert, I guess. Res is going to have one of their songs on my inspirational lists. <laughs> okay. It's a, because uh, I'll, I'll talk about that song when it comes up. Yeah. Awesome. All right. All right. Uh, February 3rd now. So we're getting to February. We actually got a couple birthdays. I don't think they were in band at the same time. Third and fourth. Two birthdays from the same band. Again, though, with the multiple lineup changes, I don't believe they were in the band at the same time. February 3rd is John Schlitz's ah. birthday. And then February 4th is Trent Thomason, who was a member of Petra as well. Um, I believe he was probably in it. You know what? He might be in later days, actually. I've got his birthday list in 1972, so that makes him around our age. Yeah. Uh, and not as old as John Schlitt. Hey, don't tell how people how old we are. Come on. <laughs> I said around our yeah, age. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And well, we'll do one more February 7th. Actually, this is well, the remember it's a remembrance day, not a birthday. I've got actually a, a death day. Uh, Damien Percy, who played with mortification, died this in February 7th, in 2018. I don't have uh, information on what he died from. Um, yeah, what I've been doing is, is making a big list of. All the bands 
we know, we listen to, fans out there listen to and, and know. And you know what I mean? A huge list. There's about 70 bands on, on this list of Christian rock metal that of the course of this podcast we're going to be talking about or probably come up in conversation. And I got probably 90% of research done on who's in the band, who's been in the band, and who had birthdays. Problem is, trying to find all this information actually is kind of hard. Sometimes it's really easy. I can find information. Other times, I can't find anything. Yeah. You might find a, a year, can't find a date. <laughs> and that could be a bunch of different reasons, right? Maybe they... The, the record labels publicists they don't want to release it or the family yeah don't want it all over the internet which would make sense yeah and, and all i'm saying on that is you know what my my research my information may be spotty and actually i was going through this you find out some of these bands went through multiple lineup changes and when, mm-hmm. I, when i started the research i would just any member who was part of the band like a uh, in february there we had no, it was it Trent Thompson? But I didn't write down what year he was part of Petra. Didn't write down who exactly what instrument. Um, as I'm more on the ball, I might look at upcoming birthdays and then do a quick research when they played with the band and what they did with the band. Um, it's been a busy week, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You could only do the best you could do, right? So yeah, yeah. So that's it for birthdays. Um. Yeah, I guess, I guess we'll talk about news then. And we'll start with changes. So for those listening, we're going to make a few changes. We're going to retitle the podcast slightly. We realized a lot of the stuff we talk about isn't just metal. A lot of it is Christian rock as, as well. So we thought, why not add that into the name of the podcast? So this episode, I think we'll leave the name Metal Faith. Episodes after this, we're going to rename and call it Rock and Metal Faith. Uh, if you've subscribed to the, this episode, if you subscribe to the podcast, it shouldn't change anything. You you might see a different name pop up, but you should still get the episodes continually. It all works as part of their RSS feed, and that doesn't change. Whatever I do will change, but that all changes with it, and the RSS feed stays the same. So it should all still be available just as much as it was before. Yeah. That sounds good to me. Yeah. Um, Won't worry too much about upcoming content. Like I said, we're going to be talking Christian rock, Christian metal, faith-wise. We'll still do the new segment, birthday segment, and all that. So not much is going to change. It might look a little different, might sound Oh, it won't even sound different. There's still going to be us guys fooling around. And... <laughs> yeah, the sound I think will be the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and the other thing is still, as we muddle our way through this, um, you might hear hear a few new things. We're finally figuring out how we're going to get music into this. And <laughs> If you guys have ideas for good songs that we could use for bumpers, ideas, maybe songs you listen to, um, we don't want it to be extremely heavy. Um we like the ballads too, um, but just keep in mind the name of our podcast. You know, we don't really want country, okay? <laughs> we we don't want veggie tales unless you're a kid 
we we might we might do that okay you know what there's nothing wrong with veggie tales although you're right don't know if it fits with the podcast (laughs) i like veggie you know when veggie tales came out i was a teenager and i was hanging out with with the the youth group uh, of Lions Church. I'm not a member of Lions Church, but I was hanging out with with youth group and, and the kids of, of the high school kids at that time. Yeah, and they were into Veggie Tales. Yeah, and so was I. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. No, nothing wrong um, with that too. I mean, yeah, my, you know my niece is a is a grown up now, but she loved the Veggie Tales here. And I, I mean, I still every time I seem to cook a cheeseburger, I always get the cheeseburger song in my head. <laughs> I don't remember that yes. one. I remember. Did you ever hear the hairbrush song? Yes, yes, that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That. Did Did you ever no. play? Did you ever play that with the the Veggie Tales for the kids? Oh yes. Did yeah. you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Now I just had an idea. Talking about our podcast, talking about Veggie Tales. <laughs> I wonder if you know. And I've seen on on Facebook where guys are doing. Uh, sounds like co- cover sounds mm-hmm. in the style of somebody else. So it's like, what if Metallica wrote Michael Jackson's "Beat It," and they play "Beat It" like Metallica or or Slayer or, or somebody? What if Mit- Mortification sang the hairbrush? <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting. That would be. Uh, we sh- we should send an email to Petra to see if they would not be up to that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, maybe not. Uh, that might be a little light. Well, maybe. Yeah. Well, maybe when we talk about the modern guys, maybe we'll reach out to the disciple, see if they could do a modern version of the cheeseburger song. <laughs> I mean, if if got the fans out there know who VeggieTales are and Disciple, wow! I think that would. <laughs> that well, might... never know. I mean, hey, you know who VeggieTales and Disciple are. <laughs> that would be cool. Who's to, who's to say no one else does? You know. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing I want to bring up, and this is something that's I'm going to put under news slash current events because it's not really a news item, although it's kind of newsworthy and it's not any one item. I don't really don't know how to classify this, but this is something that kind of got me thinking before we even started the podcast. Um, if you remember, we were kicking around the idea and we we're trying to get this thing off going. And then I said, oh, man, we got to get this thing moving. I want to jump on this one topic. Well, this is this is I'm going to bring it up now. Uh, and I'm just going to like, put it under today's current events. Um, and I'll introduce it by saying John Cooper of Skillet there has written a book talking. It's called Weak, Wimpy and Woke. And he's talking about what's. Wrong with a lot of Christians. I won't say every Christian, because uh, it's not every Christian, but there are some Christians out there that, according to his book there, and, and I haven't seen this personally, although maybe I have, if you want realize when I bring this up or what I really want to bring up, um, maybe it's, it's infiltrating people we know or people we love. Uh, but he's talking about how non-Christian values and ideals are seeping into Christianity and a lot of Christians are taking hold of non-Christian ideals and values and defending them, mm-hmm. believing they're Christian type of thing. And, you know, and it's getting back to the gospel, getting back to what, what the Bible says, 
and you know, and even Paul back in his his day of of writing the epistles was fighting this, where he would start a church, leave, and then people would come along behind and start preaching something different, and that church started to believe something different, and he has to say, no, 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 remember what we taught you, type of thing. And this is, I think, where it where it's going. But, and I don't want to mention names because I don't want to slander anyone. I'm not here here to slander this is just something that's been on my mind yeah there was a a prominent christian singer who was talking about uh, up, uh judas priest video that was just released this is back in november and they've got an upcoming album uh now the singer is a big fan of christian and non-christian grew up on non-christian music and then i did too i'm a big fan of, of both and i personally i see nothing wrong with it that, and that's not my point he was talking about the lyrics of this video, and he says it sounds like he's talking about Jesus Christ. Maybe he is you know now from my point of view, maybe he is, maybe he isn't. I listened to the video. It's possible he doesn't mention Jesus, but you know maybe he's tiptoeing. The problem is it's coming from Judas Priest and stuff. So if you know anything about Judas Priest and know who Rob Halford is, yeah, okay. And, and and he's got a sorted past too with yeah, all that. Yeah. And when he made that, that comment about Juice Priest having these kind of lyrics, everyone was jumping on, on that saying, Oh, did Rob Halford convert? You know, how great. Or or is did he convert? Because how can he be a Christian and and live the lifestyle he has been like unless he converted? You know, did he convert? That's great, you know, and stuff like this. Here's the here's the now here's the issue that got me. Because the next post by the, the Christian singer, and I don't know if they're related, but it happened like days after everybody was commenting about Rob Halford, saying, well, if he's still in his past lifestyle, he can't be a Christian. Then the singer pipes up again with, with another post saying, I can't believe how judgmental Christians are. They're the worst judgmental, hypocritical people ever. You know, and then trying to judge people's hearts when they know nothing about them, blah, 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 type of thing. And I'm going, what are you talking about? There should be certain standards for Christians. You know, if someone was going around, you know, being a, you know, I don't know, going around committing sin and not repenting of it, put this way, that was obvious type of thing. You know, if they were being a, a, a robber or burglar, you know, or if they were trying to cheat people out of, you know, fraud and stuff like this, we would not call those people Christians unless they repented and says, I was wrong. I'm, you know, I repented that. I'm not going to do it again. You know, and I've no problem with Christians who, who do that daily. I know that in, even in my life, I've lived with um, habitual sin where I do things and I know they're sinful. And every time I do them, I, I repent and, and say, that's it. I'm done. But the next opportunity, I'll go right back to doing it again, you know? Yeah. I I think a part of this that whole thing is a lot of these, they, they pick up guys who are in the public. Yeah. Okay. They say, you know, like, I mean, the whole Alice Cooper thing, right? That, that's been going on for ever, like maybe 10 years, right? Where he came out and said, someone said that he was a Christian. Right, he came up the same thing with Ozzy Osbourne. Everybody said he was a Christian. Well, 
Ozzy, I don't know if he is. I never heard he converted. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not saying he, he is or isn't. It's one of those things where I haven't heard that he converted. And this would be a good topic to do down the road of Christians in the mainstream world. You know, and there's, there's the obvious ones. There's the guys that were in Creed. There's guys yes. that um, were, oh, what was it? Uh, what's the other band? Collective Soul. You know, you can tell by their lyrics that while they're yeah. not a, a Christian band, there's definitely a faith behind their lyrics type of thing, you know? Um, you know, and, and then you got some someone like Alice Cooper who is different because when he converted, he didn't change his lyrics. He didn't, although some of his songs are very Christian. He's got one on, on the last Temptation album called Cleanse by Fire. And that yes. is as Christian as a song as you'll ever, ever get. Mm-hmm. And stuff. Um, the other thing is, though, he hasn't changed the stage show. But if you ever talk to him, he's not shy about sharing his faith, you know? Yeah. So I think, I think, and I think the other thing is some Christians get on a high and, and will go after these, these performers. And that's what it is, right? They're making money doing what, what they love and they're good at. And people can turn around and say, oh, oh, I don't think you should be, you know, playing like that i don't like your lyrics and i was i was seen in aaron after concerts where parents will come with their teenage son and they'll say hey i don't like what you wrote in this song and they would like they'll get into arguments like it says here in the bible and stuff but they don't understand that it's just their interpretation of life yeah of experiences and stuff well i remember a comment way back and this would have been <laughs> prob- I think about the time I was going to college. I think so. This was probably in the early 90s. And I was with a group of guys. They were talking about Holy Soldier. And yeah. on the sec- okay, on the second Holy Soldier album, there's a song called Crazy. Okay, on, on the album Last Train. And it's just a typical song about hurting from a breakup, from a relationship type of thing. It's got now the song itself has nothing to do with Jesus, God, or or religion or or anything. It's how he felt, a song that he wrote. Obviously, he probably went through through breakup. You know, we as people, we as Christians go through the same things everybody else goes through. Yeah. We just have faith behind it. We have faith, faith in the eternal Jesus Christ behind that to help us walk through the valleys, type of thing. And but we still experience those those valleys, type of thing. And there's nothing wrong with writing about it because this one guy said, well, Holy Soldier can't be a, a Christian band because they wrote this song, is, is what he was getting at. And I'm going, wait a minute. Have you never felt the emotions that were written, you know, that this guy felt when he wrote this song? You know? You know what I'm talking about, ain't the crazy? Yes, yeah. I think so, yeah. And and stuff. Uh, you know, it's not a bad song. It, really, in my mind, you know, it's yeah, it wasn't a ballad. It was it was kind of an upbeat rock rock and roll tune, and not bad. I wouldn't, wouldn't say it was the best on the album, but it wasn't a bad song, and, and such. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it it really is crazy how some, especially older Christians, could get very uptight about it. Especially if 
I mean, the early, early days, I still remember saying, you know, a couple of my friend dads, I'd be like, me and friends would be like, we're going to the concert, and it was a heavy one, and they're like, no, 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 you shouldn't go to that, because, you know, it's a devil. The yeah. Art, the, and I'll, and I'll, I'll be like, really? Let me read you the lyrics of, of these guys. Yeah. And so I, I it, it's cultural, it's, it's generational, right? Early generations aren't going to like this. Just like my dad rem- remembers when he was a teenager, or our age even right now, where Elvis and some of the early guys came in and his mom and dad weren't thrilled. Yeah. Right? They yeah. just, they didn't get it. I mean, and now, I mean, my dad still doesn't understand why we, well, they have to have heavy drums and heavy bass, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and we talked a little bit about this on the Striper episode. You know, the flat the Striper got. Yes. Um, and they're and they got from both sides. You know, the metal community didn't like them because they were too Christian. The Christian community didn't like them because they were too metal. Um, yet it's funny because here they are, forty years later, still going just as strong, and they've got a very core strong fan base. You know. Well, I think the point that John Cooper was trying to make, though, is that we got Christians that are believing false ideologies, um, incorporating, yeah, false ideologies into Christianity, and thoughts, ideals, ideologies that don't belong in Christianity, and they're defending them as strongly as anyone would defend their faith, but they're, but they're wrong. Uh, you know, this might not be deliberate. This might be uh, unknowingly. I think what I've taken away f- from this is that there is a real spiritual battle out there, more so than maybe what's been in the past. The devil's trying to s- step up his game, and and even though he, he's losing, he's really trying to fight back type of thing. With that being said, and with the fact that we're going to do music in in the episode i wanted to uh, introduce a song this is a song that as i've been thinking about this conversation that we had we just had that uh, the lines from the first couple lines from the song started coming to mind there's a battle going on and are you ready to fight and this is the song it's called love is a weapon by white cross
Could have easily gone seven. I almost thought about adding. Well, I think I had seven narrowed down. Oh, okay. Seven would have been good. You know, seven's like the perfect number, the holy number or whatever. Uh, I can leave a couple off though. Um, well, there. I mean, there's uh, oh, so many songs I could pick off my head. Oh I mean. yeah. Well, there's there's one that you know it's not bad lyrically. Uh, Talking about you know letting really the good inside you shine. You know I think I'm gonna uh, 
probably mention these 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 ones too. <laughs> I was gonna leave them off, but uh, since I start talking about this one, because there's one musically, it just grabs my heart and touches my heart, and it's not bad lyrically either. Like I said, it's about um, you know just letting the, the good inside you shine through. It's from the Allman Brothers, and the song's called Soul Shine. And I don't know if you've heard that one. It's, what it's name of the song? Soul Shine. That sounds familiar. It, it, it was great. It was written way back in the 70s, but it, you know, it's got it's a beautiful opening guitar riff uh, that I'm not sure if it's because I know it's starting off that song, but or it just the notes that they put together when they did that opening riff, they tell you, it just says something to me. <laughs> I think a song, another song I really like is Leonard Skinner's Simple Man. Oh, that's a great one, too. I, I like that song, too. And the words are amazing. They really and are. Have you heard Shinedown's version of that? No. It's stripped down. It's just him and acoustic guitar, and that's it. Wow. And his voice really shines through. I seen him in concert one time opening up. For, I can't remember who they were opening up for. And I remember saying that to uh, my wife, Candy, there. I says, you know what? If Shinedown came out, Sane, simple man, and then walked off the stage. I would have been a happy man <laughs> just hearing that, just that one song. Wow. Now, now they played more than that that song, but yes, they did play that one too. Um, you know, I'll leave it at six. Instead, instead of mentioning the other one, uh, the other ones, are, well, the other one's a good one too, but I'll leave it at six. Um, where we go here? There's a band called. I remember when the back when I was. Hanging out with some friends, you know, dating one girl. One of her friends, or dating this one girl before I met my wife, and one of her friends and I used to get into this argument over the band name. Uh, I think I used to call it Siloam, but I think it's really pronounced Siloam. Spelled S-I-L-O-A-M. They got their name from the reference in the Bible where Jesus heals the paralegic who was always trying to make his way down the waters when they were stirred, but could never get there because it was believed that whoever got in the water first when it was stirred would be healed of whatever ailment. But he could never get to the water first because he was paralyzed. And then Jesus came along and said, well, take me out and walk. Yeah. And so, uh, they have a song called Here I Am Again. Here I Am Again. Okay. And, and so, Really, it's a song about habitual sin and stuff he says here i am again on my knees praying Lord, if you, i can't remember all the words in it but you know here i am again praying uh you know saying i'm sorry for what i've done i won't do it again but you know what i said that before and here i am again and that that that's the theme of the song type of thing and like i said i think we all go through that so that that's why i put it on, on the list because it's, it's one that can touch a lot of people um i know a lot of people think that once they convert to Christianity or once they give their life to, to God, everything's hunky-dory. Their life is going to be perfect from their own end. And then they realize it isn't, you know? Yeah. And we're still living in the flesh. And yes, we're spiritual people. We're still living in the flesh. And we got to contend with the fact that we're going to sin. But the good news is we're also going to be forgiven. Even if we keep sinning the same sin over and over and over, we're going to be forgiven. And kind of on that, well, 
No, on, on the same thing. Same thing about yeah. reaching up to God, you know, no matter what's going on in your life. Uh, you know, when things aren't going well, you're walking through the valley. In the words of Petra, yeah. just reach out. Reach out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that for me, the early days when I came to know the Lord, that one song that just tugged on my heart, and to the, I mean, to this day, I think I have it on my playlist. It's by a guy by the name of Al Denson. Okay. And he's like a, he was a pop thing. He was kind of like a one, uh, one bit uh, um, artist. And he wrote a song called Right Where You Are. And, I, and Aaron, I wore that tape out. M- musically, it was it, well written. Um, the words are beautiful. So if you got get a chance out there, guys, put it, find it, listen to it, and I encourage you. It's, it's, it's pretty nice. It's a pretty. I don't think he's done a newer version of it. I would love to, but hey, who knows? Good, good. Uh, what else did I have on here? Back to Holy Soldier. Mm. And uh, on the first album, there's a great song because, again, life isn't hunky dory. Life is going to be filled with troubles, with pain. And you know what? It is biblical to experience, to feel pain, to feel stressed, to cry out to God and question. I mean, there's the book of Lamentations. Um, Job was filled with that going, you know, what's going on? I know I am righteous before God, but what's going on with, with all this that's going on around me? You know, his friends kept telling him, you know, you must have some unrepentant sin. He says, no, I don't, I don't, although I don't understand this. Um, the Psalms are filled with that, questioning God. There's nothing wrong with that. Holy Soldier had a great song on their first album that, again, you know, and, and this came out when I was in high school and I didn't have the best high school life. I was never part of the in crowd and, you know, felt lonely, felt hurt a lot of the time. And so I re- really related to this. This was a song called Pain Inside of Me by Holy Soldier. Okay. And so, again, it was off the first one. And this was, yeah, not a rocker. This was a, a slow song. Um, you know, the emotional content of this. You know, I know you, you said one time, I don't like ballads. Well, some <laughs> of the songs are, are ballads. Mm. <laughs> you know, in the right context, I do like ballads. Yeah. Um, I think the last one I'm going to mention is going to be a ballad. I also had to put on a Striper reference, although the Striper song isn't my favorite Striper song. comes off my least favorite Striper record. But Michael Sweet also redid the entire album under his, his own band name. Um, on the song Reborn Again or Reborn by Striper, the song Reborn, where he's going, I just want to live again. You know? I gotta have a striper reference in my list. <laughs> oh, I I was expecting that. And then I said before I was gonna have Rez on my list. So I guess the number one or I didn't really number these. We don't need to number them, but anyways. Rez with a song where roses grow. And so this is again another one that starts off with a great bluesy lead solo riff. Um so right away, the, the music grabs your attention. 
And this is a song that on that, that live record that I got, he introduces it. This was also on the Innocent Blood. And uh, but on the live record there, he introduces it. It was as a, written about a friend who I think had AIDS, but died as a Christian mm. and stuff. So um, while he didn't have the holiest lifestyle before he died, and it wasn't like on his deathbed. I don't believe it was on his deathbed. He did give his life to, to Jesus, live, live for a while, and I don't know how long, but because of his past lifestyle, had contracted AIDS and died. Mm. Um, but it's a song of hope, too. And, you know, you don't even have to know anyone that went through that. May, maybe you do. Maybe you're going through that. Or maybe it's a completely different issue. It's a song of hope where roses grow and stuff like this. And so that's what I got to say about that. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. I think mine would be Disciples After the World. I'm going to put that okay. video up. I think that's a really well, a good song that, you know, that's what Jesus does. He gives us hope. Um, he forgives us. He's our friend, our dad. Yeah. And you know what? I think there's, there's been some good songs mentioned this week. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Um, and then what we need to say? No, please subscribe. Hit it. Tell everybody. Tell the world. Sounds good. So that's our, our episode for this week. Um, yeah, definitely subscribe, share share the the episode with on your your Facebook timeline or your your social media timeline story. Uh, we'll continue to get the word out ourselves, and uh, we'll see you next time. See you next time.
I don't know. Well, my list was pretty much, um, I think, uh, Casting Crowns, Praise You in the Storm. That was my, uh, it's not metal stuff, but it's rock. And uh, I put the version that they sang at the Billboard Music Awards, I think last year. And he, they pretty well just talk about being in the in the storm, and that was when, uh, for for listeners who don't obviously know, I had brain surgery in oh twenty, almost twenty two years ago, twenty three years ago. How how long have I been married, Aaron? <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> oh gee, you know uh, I think I was well. I was married in 04. Where where are we now? Twenty four. So. Yeah. 20 years, coming up 20 years. Yeah, okay, so 20 years ago. And uh, um, I guess full disclosure, I saw Aaron and his wife were the last first last people I saw before I went for brain surgery. Um, so that was the song I, I listened to. They gave you an option before I walked into surgery to listen to a song. And I did want to hear Bon Jovi. I think my mom was like, "Well, no, we don't want rock and drums and whatever." <laughs> so, I I picked that. So, and then probably after that, when I woke up and survived, everything was good. Called all my friends, called Aaron, let him know I was alive, and I had to go through chemo, two round, just two rounds of it. And so that was a song that I listened to every time my dad drove me to to the cross cancer for the chemo. I mean, for the radiation and chemo, and 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 that's a really good talks about. Um, no matter what we're going through, stages in life that uh, that Jesus isn't leaving us alone. He's going to walk with us through that. He was going to be by your side, and 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 he was. He didn't run away when you know laying on the on the on the sheet on the sheet there waiting for my neurosurgeon to come in, he didn't run away. He didn't get scared. He was with me, even though I was freaking out, you know, really, really scared during that moment because my dream of being a cop was pretty much over the second they put me to sleep. And so that that was definitely one of my songs. So if anyone is listening out there and you feel alone, God isn't going to leave you alone. Very good. Yes, definitely. And second one, I think, was a song by um, old 80s song by John Parr. And he's done a lot of different versions of the song. But he did a song for a guy here in Canada in the late 80s, maybe. And his name was Rick Hansen. He's still alive. He has a, a center in Vancouver. And he was in a wheelchair. He still does this stuff today. Um, but back then, um, so I was born with a disability. And one Saturday afternoon, my dad took me and my little sister to an old building. Now, Aaron knows Roger, um, Northlands. And he showed up. And he showed up with Rick Hansen's Man in Motion song. And that stuck with has stuck with me even now. Like, it's just an amazing song. It's well done. It talks about 
not giving up on your dreams. It's not a, a Christ-centered dream. But to me, it, it, he, it almost sounds like he's pointing to God, that God can move you to the next part of your dream, whatever it is. Um, so that, that's mine. Is that what you got or you got more? Uh, that's all. I think I put everything okay. on the website. Right. I think, yeah, I think so. Um, okay. If I, I think of any yeah. more, we'll do a future episode of this again, maybe <laughs> in a month or two. 